Welcome to the Montana Real Estate Podcast, where we will pull back the curtain and answer all of your Montana real estate questions. Buying and selling real estate in Montana can be challenging, and local knowledge is the key. We will explore the different areas of the state and educate you on issues that play a role in Montana real estate transactions. This podcast is hosted by Will Friedner, a broker with Glacier Sotheby's International Realty in Whitefish, Montana. Now, here's Will with today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 12 of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. This is your host, Will Friedner, and today will be a fun one. We're going to talk about the real estate reality shows that are on TV now. You have the million dollar listings and the house flipping shows, and they should really be called non reality shows because they're being in the business. I know how things actually work, and these things are not realistic at all. I'll go through a couple of things that they do. The first thing that is totally not real is how they portray the time that a deal takes to complete. A normal real estate transaction is probably going to take at least 30 days, especially if it's financed. If someone's using a loan, it's very rare that a a finance deal is going to get completed in less than 30 days. If it's a cash deal, that can be done very quickly, but it's usually there's still a decent amount of time that the buyer is going to want to take to do the inspections. They don't just hand over a couple hundred thousand in cash and move in. They're going to do inspections. They're going to do their due diligence and check everything out and make sure they're actually getting the house that they think they are. Again, nobody just hands out two or three hundred thousand dollars or more and moves in like they do on TV. Another thing that's not real is the the houses that they actually buy. You know, these shows are produced and obviously they're all for ratings. I have a story about a girl that I worked with who was on one of these shows. And the way the show worked is they go out. She took this family around and they looked at three different houses and they went through each one and discussed it. And, you know, they went through all three of them like that. And then at the end of the show, they decided, oh, we're going to pick house number three. Well, what they don't tell you is that house number three, they didn't pick any of them, but for the show, they had to make up the fact that they picked one of them. So in real life, they didn't sell any of the houses, but on TV, you thought that the one particular house that they picked, they they bought and were happy and everyone lived happily ever after, but that was not the case. The other thing that I get a kick out of is when they do the negotiations, especially on million dollar listing, they go back and forth over these big money agreements and, you know, the agents are sparring one another over what they're going to take or what their client's going to take. Well, here's what they don't tell you. you. You never do anything verbally. I mean, if you're a good agent, everything is written down on the contract so you can hold the other party to what you've agreed to. If you sat there and negotiated like they do on TV, there'd be so many lawsuits because everyone would be claiming they said this or they said that and nothing was written down and nothing nothing would ever close because nothing would ever happen because nobody would agree on anything. So in the in real life, everything is written down at each phase of the deal and nothing is verbal like you see on TV. And everybody enjoys watching these guys and seeing how they dramatize the negotiations. You just have to know that that's not how they really work. It's all for TV, but it is fun to watch. The other thing you need to remember 
is all of the people on both sides of the transaction have basically signed their lives away to be on these shows. They give contracts for these people to sign that basically give the producers unlimited amount of power and to change the story or change the narrative. And, you know, just like you see, they, they have to get ratings and so they have to make things dramatic so everyone keeps watching. In the real world as an agent, I would... I would never tell other people things about my client like they do on these shows. If you're truly working for your client, why would you ever give away any any information that the buyers or the sellers could use against you in the negotiations? But on TV, all of the parties in these deals have agreed to let the producers tell their story in order to make good TV. The ratings would be pretty low if they just showed a normal everyday real estate deal, so they have to build in some drama for all these transactions in order to make it interesting for everybody. And one thing, if you ever notice on these shows, they they don't show many deals that fall apart or don't actually happen. They just show the, the great story and the exciting story where people get the house at the end and walk off into the sunset and happily ever after all of that. One more thing that cracks me up is the commissions they talk about they make these guys look like they're making an easy 200 grand or so on every deal what they don't tell you is how much these guys were spending on marketing and how much time they actually spent on showing the house like i said earlier the timeline on these deals is so much longer than they portray on tv the money that they have to spend on all the print advertisement and tv advertisement and and all the advertising they do they don't really mention that they just show you at the end that oh you know this guy just collected two hundred thousand dollars on this deal well that's not really true because the other dirty little secret is how much the the office takes from that commission as well. Some offices will take up to 60% of the commission for themselves, so the actual agent that makes the deal is getting 40% of what they say. And then you put the taxes on top of that, and these agents are getting hammered. And I'm not defending them, and, and these guys are making a lot of money, but you have to realize the amount they're showing on TV is not truly the case. So on the, on the shows about flipping houses... Again, they do a great job of making these guys look like they have this glamorous job. But on these shows, they rarely show the guys making a mistake and taking a beating in the house. It's usually a happy ending where the guy makes a few repairs to the house and turns around, puts it on the market, and he walks away with a huge profit. But what you need to know, I could do a whole episode on this, is flipping homes is a very tough business and you really need to know what you're getting yourself into and what you're doing. There are very few people who can make it work successfully because you really have to know what's going on and the problem with these shows is that they make it look so easy and they many people watch these shows and think, oh, I'm a handyman, I should go buy an old house and make a fortune. But they'll get into it and they'll end up realizing that it is much harder than it looks and you really need to do your homework if you ever decide to flip houses because there are so many things that can go wrong that could bankrupt you in a second. If you, put all, if you go all in on a house and use your savings and everything else, you know, if you find some problems that you weren't aware of that the inspector may have missed or when you start ripping out walls you could find huge problems all i can say is be very careful what you need to remember if you take anything away from this episode is these shows are made for the ratings they do a great job with them and they're really fun to watch i enjoy them as much as you guys but just remember that in real life 
things are much different. Just take these shows for what they are and enjoy them, but don't make any big decisions based on what you saw on a, quote, reality show because, <laughs> again, it is should be called unreality because they are a long way from the truth. So with that, have a good day and keep enjoying those shows. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That concludes another episode of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you will join us next week for our next episode. If you have any questions or would like to know more about this episode, please feel free to contact me at montanarealestatepodcast at gmail.com or visit our website at montanarealestatepodcast.com or if you want to call, you can call me at 406-249-1735. We'll see you all next week. 